Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with the good news. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin with the good news. Merry Christmas on this Christmas Eve. Got some of the good news gals here to wish you a Merry Christmas as well. Beatrice Bruno, Michelle Ron, and Cindy Marsh. Producer Dave here as well. We have a good news story to share and Christmas Eve is kind of an interesting time. I, my family, it was odd that my dad, for some reason, we had oyster stew on Christmas Eve, which my kids would never go for in a million years. So I changed it with my mom to chili on Christmas Eve. Okay. But this year, uh, tonight, we're going to go to um, our church because uh, I really like it. They've given several service options, which is so nice. And then we're going to do my mom's traditional Christmas dinner because we were leaving tomorrow. Uh, and then my husband wants to do crab legs and filet mignon, so I put him uh, in charge of that. I'm like, all of that? We're doing all of that? He's Sounds like, yeah, wonderful. why not? Wow. Yeah, he's very excited about that. So, And then we normally would let the kids open. We do one mm-hmm. present on Christmas Eve. And last year we were at my in-laws. I don't think we did there because that's not their traditions. I always try to be respectful when I'm with them to let my mother-in-law do her own thing. Uh, but generally, we let the kids open, like, whether it be pajamas or a fun game to play or, like, a board game. Michelle gave me a board game to play with the kids. So I think that's a fun way. And you do a Christmas craft, too, right? Do. Ornament. An ornament. And then do you yeah. do that? Christmas Eve. And you take a picture of every person? Uh-huh. Right. Right. We, you... um, right. It's just a small Christmas um, ornament that by Michael's or Joanne's, or we paint it or we do whatever, glitter with it. And then I take a picture that night of the face of the person. And then for the f- when they're gone, you know, next couple of days, put the picture on there. And uh, then it's ready for next year. Wow. That's cool. I think that's so good because then you get the picture, you know, you you go to Walgreens, you pick up the picture, it's developed, and you put it in there. And I'm good at, I can get it decorated, but getting the picture in there is always a challenge. (laughs) It was nice when they were in uh, preschool because they would do it for us every year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Right. Have anything that you like to do on Christmas Eve or anything to set the tone? Oh, let's see. If Christmas Eve for, has always been for me, family. Yeah. And um, how about red beans and rice to wish yourself uh, good luck for the new year? Do you okay. do that one? I've heard black-eyed peas are a big I, excuse one for me, the new year. What am I talking about? Black-eyed peas. Thank you, Angie. Yeah, Pastor Marlon told peas. me once. He's like, I went out to get black-eyed peas. They're all out of the store. He goes, I didn't know you white people liked the black-eyed <laughs> peas. Yes. I thought, Pastor Morlin, you are cracking me up with uh, that talk. Uh, that was so funny. Black-eyed peas. Yeah, the black-eyed peas. Is that a big thing? Yeah, in the, the black community, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Black eyed peas and rice. Hop and John. Yeah. Really? That's what it's called. Sounds you call delicious. it what? Hop and John. Hop and John. So do okay. you fix it together? What do you do? I I I never fix no, black eyed peas. Black eyed peas you have to boil. Oh, and you do? rice okay. you boil then, it for yeah. its own and then little you story. Just mix so. it together, okay. You know, that's okay. All. Yeah. But that's mm. what the dish is. That's for to bring good luck. Exactly. For the new year. Huh. All right. Yeah, but I see, then we're that. told in Christ that there's no such thing as luck. That's and, right. And uh, so I would have problems with that. 
Well, I think being, it's funny because my I, I like stretching and yoga. Yeah. And my aunt's like, oh, that's not Christian. I think if oh, I'm a Christian right. and if I stretch and do yoga, I feel I'm still a Christian. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I told her that, that I'm not practicing anything other than the stretching and the exercise. Good so if call. I memorize scripture while I do stretching, sure. is that mm-hmm. somehow not Christian? You know, she's very, like, I don't know, black and white. My, rules. My, yeah, yeah, rules. very much. Yeah, it yeah. the rules, right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just told her that I didn't agree. Good. It's funny because there's certain movies she thinks that they have magic in them or something if it's mm. a Disney movie. And well, she'll that's say like that's this bad. big controversy this season on the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yes. And for a yes. hundred oh, years, yes. we've been singing this song, and all of a sudden now... Put off the red nose reindeer. Have you heard the politically correct one where he's like, um, when she's like, uh, she says she wants to go, and he's like, the Uber is right outside. She's like, no. I think I need to go. No, the Uber's okay. really right outside. It's you funny. know, like, no, yeah. That. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it's like the politically correct... over on the Baby, deep end. Have you seen it? Yeah, the and that one line correct. where she says, what's in this drink? drink? He says... That there's LaCroix. It's uh, pineapple LaCroix or whatever. Oh, is what he says. oh <laughs> right. Oh, <my> <laughs> She's like, people okay. will be talking. He's like, hopefully not about us. You know, it's like oh, wow. every line is like PC, like I'll backing away that. from the situation. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if you want to stay, as long as it's consensual, you know, it's oh, just, that's makes funny. me laugh. That <laughs> well, I think I'm going to go get some black eyed peas tonight. I have 25 people coming over. Oh. I'm making prime what? rib. Tonight? Tonight. Cool. Wow. 25 people for Christmas Eve, and you're making the prime I'm rib? I'm making prime rib well, you're and like roasted Martha potato. Stewart of the men. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't trust anybody else with my prime rib. So really? You're all terrible. Know. Okay. I didn't so, I have never oh, made a prime rib I, in my life. Oh, I made you. it. Well, the reason I'm making prime rib is uh, I've, I made it. I smoked a prime rib maybe five years ago. My father-in-law has been talking about it since then. So he's like, do that again, do that again. So it's at your house. So we're having it this year. So. Wow. That's cool. I'm impressed. It's going to be good. That's great. Good. I'll yeah, but I'm a. Leftovers. I yeah, actually sure. am classically trained chef. I can I I can make what? a souffle. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were a bartender before you came I, here. I did. It. I ran entire restaurants. I did really? everything. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, Remember I'm a bartender you were like too. Like Tom Cruise and that, David, you know. David, I'm actually David. making this. I'm gonna make like a whiskey sour for everybody, but these grilled lemons. They're like really? real. I have a cast wow, iron I'm pan. I'm the wrong it. house tonight. Oh, it's gonna be so good. She should get room for twenty six. That sounds fabulous. Yep, we're going all out. That's great. <laughs> wow. Wow is right. right. Wow is right. Well, we've got um, a couple of good news stories. And um, the reason I like it, it's interesting, is we're sharing a wedding day story. But I love the heart of what they're doing because I think so many times in life, whether it's Christmas or a wedding or a birthday, our society really teaches us to say, me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And on your wedding day, you know, you register, you know, for gifts for me, 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 me. And I love what this family did. And then uh, we'll we'll share this story. And then I also want you to think about how Jesus is working in your life as we head towards the new year, because this will be our last uh, show uh, before the new year that we're doing together as a group. And so um, I want to talk about what, you know, Jesus has planned for you guys or what you hope um, will happen in the new year. I know we've got some big changes uh, going about. Uh, So let's uh, listen to this story. Dave, you set it up. Sure. So this is really nice. These people on their first date on uh, it's eight days before Christmas is when the story takes place. They um, on their first date, they went to Target and bought Toys for Tots because it's almost Christmas time and they like supporting Toys for Tots. So at their wedding, they gave everybody Target gift cards and shipped them over to Target so everyone could buy Toys for Tots. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
great. At most weddings, the invited guests give the bride and groom gifts, but this weekend, you're reliving the first part of our first date. Brad and Jessica Bond flipped that script. 80 guests, some from as far away as the Philippines, handed red envelopes. Inside, $10 gift certificates. Everyone, including Jessica in her wedding dress and Brad in his tux, went to Target to buy gifts for Toys for Tots. We brought our whole wedding party here, so we're excited. It's, it's really, it's something that has been a tradition for us. Super excited. Store managers got a heads up and were happy to host this unusual wedding reception. The ritual started seven years ago on their first date. Brad took Jessica to Target to buy gifts for Toys for Tots. But we're so glad we're able to have everybody join in our tradition of buying Toys for Toys for Tots. And it's such a great organization, a great cause this time of year. And With only seven days until Christmas, a walk down two aisles, both memorable. I'm sorry that I That's walked cool. down two aisles because she's in Target in her wedding dress. Uh -huh. It is precious. That's cool. I love when people get creative and get good ideas and they gather others around them. No one will ever forget that. And I'll bet you those people will continue to donate to Toys for Tots. Yeah. Of course they will. And that's what a, a selfless, wonderful thing. Yeah, that's a word. To not need their too. new teapot. Mm -hmm. uh, come on. Okay, I don't need another ninja. Ninja something or the other. Bullet, you okay. know, you have blender uh, no, no, or No, let's go give some kids some toys that won't get any toys this year. You know, yeah. and that's just, that's so awesome. It really is. I love that. Yeah. I love that. All right. Uh, so speaking of which, a couple things for the new year that you guys have reminded me of this week. Um, get my kids involved in volunteering again. The most recent thing we did was a couple of months back, and it was um, at a food pantry, which uh, wasn't a bad experience, um, but I don't feel there was enough like human interaction. You're just kind of helping people pick out their food, which I think when you've got kids, they have so much love to you, where I've seen them flower more, flourish more, is in a setting where when we worked with homeless senior women, they really loved having my kids around and, um, and my kids really interacted well with them. And then when we worked with homeless families with the other kids, my kids really interacted with them well. I think um, settings where my kids can give love to other people, I think is maybe a better setting for my children because they really, I remember my son once when we did this street ministry and we were feeding homeless people on um, Colfax and it was through Pastor Moreland's church. Mm -hmm. They've got um, some people that run the street ministry in their church. And anyway, um, people that were coming up, there were some women that were, you know, ladies of the evening per se, and some people that were on, noticeably on drugs. We had to call an ambulance for one woman, Angel, I remember was her name. And then there were several homeless men waiting for the burgers to be cooked because we just set up at an old, like, burned-out gas station, and we had grills and food and tables and clothes. But anyway, I'll never forget my son was walking up to homeless men and giving them candy bars before like the food was ready by himself and like chit-chatting with them and I could tell that he had like a real rapport with people who were hurting and uh, so I think that finding something that your family as a group has a gift for in the proper setting um, so that's my goal for the new year is to get them 
um, involved in volunteering again on a regular basis like we've done when they were littler before they had so many sports and finding out what the right match for our family is. Seniors, I think, would be good for my kids, too, to interact with because they really love people and they, they love grandparent-type people, Amen. you know, because they have a really good relationship with all of their grandparents. So we've, we've got them all still in our lives right now. So, um, Beatrice, I know God's working in your life. We've talked about your Sermonator Mobile and how you'll be traveling the country uh, and going to various military bases with Bibles and prayers and books and really reaching out and becoming a ministry. Amen. Amen. And I, I, like I said, I, I'm looking forward to that because that's the church isn't what it used to be in the sense of people going to church to be healed. Now it's so much technology. People look at church on TVs, on, you know, on their phones right. and what have you. And so this is taking right. the gospel to them because Jesus right. said, go into the highways and the byways and compel. And some of these young people might not have come ever going to church. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, that might be at an RV park and say, you know, I never thought about going to church. But you, since you came out here, I'm going to have to find a church when I get to my next destination. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord. And you you'll know? be in that crowd, too, of all the oh, RV be, people. That'll be exactly. so fabulous. Amen. Amen. And I, I'm really looking forward to that because that's who I am. That's part of who I am. I'm, I'm that minister. You know, and bringing people to Christ. And um, I, I think going into 2019, really looking at what God has called us to do, you know, and the gifts and talents he has already bestowed upon us and using those things to go out there and just be who we are mm -hmm, in him. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking but forward to. But good for you for making the choice to do that. Oh, it's taken a lot of effort. Of course oh, yeah. it has. But you're proceeding and you're persevering and you're working Finding through purpose. some really tough mm -hmm. time and um, you're still listening to him. And I mean, that's just such a God thing. And you're brave. Well, you are, Ooh, brave, you are brave because you know that he has, that he's with you. I yes, guess but chills. I, I will also have a concealed carry. I'm just saying. <laughs> I am brave, but yeah. I, well, I ain't you have foolish. To. No, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Say that saying, again. I, what? I will have concealed, concealed carry. Yeah. In other weapon. words, I can carry a weapon with me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I didn't know what yeah. that meant. Yeah. Okay. Foolish. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's my friend Jim Stovall's 11th commandment, thou shalt not kid thyself, I'm brave, but not foolish. That's right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> it. That's it right there. Good yeah. point. Good point. All right. So well, good for you. Well, we'll about be you praying too? for you. Amen. Good. Thank you. I'm in the time of life for doctor's appointments, and which is really <laughs> icky. I mean, just really icky. And so just having to deal with a lot of that and um, a lot of friends in that situation. And By the way, if you're visiting friends, because it is Christmas Eve, if you're visiting friends or loved ones, there are a lot of things. There's a list. I just put it up on my Facebook page, Angie Austin, um, to, you know, your experienced relatives who mm -hmm. need love. I just visited mine mm -hmm. and checking for things like, are they going through their mail? Are they paying their bills? Are they remembering things? Are they telling you the same story at Christmas dinner, or asking the same question five times in a row? Mm -hmm. And right. if they ask you the same question dinner five times in a row, then there might be some memory issues you need to address. Mm -hmm. Are they right. filling their prescriptions? Are, is the food spoiled in the fridge? Are, is your dad who always shaved still shaving? Or does he have rub? Uh, rub are, are the sheets changed? Mm -hmm. Are they, their clothes clean? You know, oh, those you. things mm -hmm. that a lot of us kids mm -hmm. need to make sure are going right, especially if you have like a parent who's alone. Right. 
Yeah. Well, and even those of us that have a spouse, I mean, it's pretty darn tough right now. And I just think that um, God is really testing me because I speak on aging with this great attitude and moving forward and yada, yada, yada. Well, I'm really being put to the test right now. And so I would Mm. continue to pray. Yeah. You know, it's not just... uh, um, experienced people that need all that help. Uh, my, my family actually, we, this is our first year we're doing it because of our experience last year, but we're making a huge donation of both gifts and cash to Children's Hospital. We've been collecting, Amen. we've been collecting Amen. toys for a year. And, uh, I, I mean, we probably got 50 unwrapped toys that we're going to take and go donate them. And so, uh, I think that's really important. It's really, fu- it's really fun. And we have such that's a special good. connection to and, those people. Well, yeah, because of your son last right. year with his cancer diagnosis. So, um, just finding a family thing to do, like you just brought up, what a great idea. And then Michelle, in your case, what can we as friends do for our, okay. So you have your husband, you guys drive, your memories are fine, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So what can we do though? for um our friends who are um you know seniors Mm -hmm. that might need that extra help but they're proud and we're embarrassed to ask because we don't want them to think we think there's something wrong can't we just say like hey if you ever need a ride to the doctor's office we'll never call you what what can we do i I just think you're present is there your presence is there that you stop you by just, mm-hmm. you bring some you a coffee hey i'm coming by yeah say, can i come by with a coffee um, and see i how can you're... come at on tuesday or thursday which day is good for you you can narrow it down mm-hmm. but when you say to, it's like somebody at when somebody's gone to live with jesus and they say well call me if you need me right duh they're not going to call you right. no right right okay. so you have to be more no. specific uh, um a card uh a coffee card yeah, coffee cards, good. And stay yes. engaged. Yes, a coffee card, stay engaged. And I love the idea because my aunts, you know, I just went there for three days to Florida. You know that's not easy when you have three kids, a husband with a startup. My mother lives with me to go I to Florida. I love the tree out in front. For, for three days. Yeah, yeah, the macrame tree. <laughs> the macrame tree was hilarious. So I went through their senior uh, uh, com, uh, their uh, senior trailer complex. But it's not like trailer parks in right. Colorado. No, no, it's no, like no. It's these senior parks are really amazing. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, the way they decorate them, I go around and take a pictures of all the decorated palm trees and everything. But so three days I'm there. My aunt's on oxygen. And she's in a chair. She can barely move, right? And then my other aunt starting to have memory issues. I did not go there to go into the pool. I did not sure. go there to see any sights. I went there to sit in a chair. You know, mm-hmm. my rental car drove from the airport, parked mm-hmm. at their house, and then drove me back to the airport. It didn't take me on any excursions or trips. So I guess my point is, and I'm going to cry now too. If you're there to go to their house to be there. But yeah, but if you go when you're younger and you go to have fun and to go to their lobster feast and to stay at their house when my aunt lived on the ocean and to go visit her at Huntington Beach and ride in her boat and right. go um, shopping for my wedding dress with her, then you better be there when she's on oxygen Amen. in a chair Amen. and you do That's nothing right. when you go down there. That's and it's right. inconvenient and it's expensive and it's not fun. You and better be smells. there for that. That's right. <laughs> their French did smell. <laughs> but, you know... You better be there. If you're there for the fun, then you better be there for the love. When all you can give them is love and all they can take from you is love. Right. So, you know, it was very um, hard to see her like that. Sure. 
And, uh, you know, and it's hard for and, her. Right. To be that's what she like said. That. That's what she said. And she yeah. said it's hard for her of to course. have to have 100 percent care now because she's an end stage lung disease. And she's just, you know, early 70s. She's right. not very old. Wow. She's the youngest of all my dad's siblings and her 86 year old sister next year next door. Pardon me to her that I what we walked three miles a day together mm-hmm. while I was there because she still walks three miles every day in her, um, you know, it, almost 87. Um, but then her sister in her 70s, you know, is, is completely, you know, in the chair now uh, on oxygen. So with that said, if you're going to, if you were there during the good times, right. then you better find your way during there the tough. during the tough times. That's and right. Especially for people that were there for you and welcomed your family. I mean, they welcomed my family in their home every single year for family reunions, sometimes multiple times a year. And my aunt was like a second mom to me. So I better figure out a way to get down there to sit in the chair next good to her. For you. For, you know, for to, you, so that's my point. If they were good there for you, you, you better be there for them. God so bless you, Angie. Amen. And, and just being appreciating that space on all sides Love and for that. bringing your children up to recognize to that yeah oh they wanted to come with me it was yes. too much this time but they always go with me to yeah. see them yeah right. we skipped a day at disney to visit with them one time they're like good. no we'd rather see them it <laughs> was pretty That's funny good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all right good. um so merry christmas uh, reach out to someone who may need you tonight on Christmas Eve. We're going to a wonderful service. Remember the reason for the season and call someone and tell them you love them. Make sure they get their hugs, their card, their whatever. But wait, what we it? have to say oh it gosh, like this. Saying? Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. What God is bless. this, Dave? <laughs> it's just one of our songs. Oh, gosh, I like Beatrice's song, but I like yours too, Dave. Merry Christmas. We'll be right back. Good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, Angie Austin here along with Adam. Adam is an ambassador with ARC, and when you shop at ARC, it helps the ambassadors. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. ARC is a tremendous benefit to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Now, there's a Saturday sale. Most items half off. If I'm a senior, 55 and over, on Tuesdays, most items are half off. How do we find out about that? ARCthrift.org. How about if I want to donate? Where do I donate? 303-238-JANE. You call them and they'll pick up whatever you need. Furniture, small, big. Medium. uh, Yep, absolutely. Uh, A small, big, medium. They'll bring the truck right on over. What's the number? 303-238-JANE. Yeah, they bring a truck right to your house. 303-238-JANE. 303-238-JANE. ARCthrift.org. Does uh, ARC make you feel special? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought so. He ARC special. ARCthrift.org. As are you, ma'am. As are you. Thank you. Do you love working for ARC? I love... Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com AngieAustinRadio.com Just click on contact me. I would 
love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on Contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Thanks so much for joining us for this encore portion of The Good News with Angie Austin. Welcome back to The Good News. I've got The Good News gals still here along with Good News guy Stephen Bishop as well. So we've got Beatrice and Donna, Jennifer, Stephen, producer Dave, and myself. Wow, talk about a good news team. And we are talking about the book by Dr. Phil Willingham. And this is The Most Powerful Voice in Your Life, Learn to Tame Your Self-Talk. Welcome, Dr. Phil Willingham. Well, it's great to be with you today, Miss Angie. God bless you. God bless you too, sir. All right, so let's start with, uh, I want to know, well, give us kind of just your uh, kind of synopsis of the book, what it's about and why you wrote it. Well, you know, Miss Angie, I, you know, I discovered at a very young age that, you know, words, and most people understand words can, can build a person up or they can destroy a person. Uh, you know, often the words that we hear, even as kids, uh, that they will impact our life, they impact our relationships, they impact our career, our families, our health, whatever. You, you just kind of draw the, the dots. And uh, what I discovered of over, you know, 40 years of ministry, I've been uh, preaching the gospel and engaging so many people who love the Lord, who have a desire to follow Christ, want to read the Bible, do read the Bible, uh, you know, know about the power of the Holy Spirit, and yet they still live defeated lives. And often it comes out of the words that we hear, the words that we repeat, the stories that we say, and ultimately our own self-talk. I think a lot of that uh, negative talk uh, that we've, you know, taken in in our lives definitely does repeat itself in our own brains, and we wouldn't speak to our worst enemies sometimes the way we speak to ourselves. And I'm wondering what happened in your own life that started you thinking about the importance of how we communicate with ourselves internally. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, great, that's a great question. You know, the, the self-talk kind of came in from the side of understanding that, you know, a lot of studies out there you know, talk about, you know, we can we can speak about 120 words a minute, but we can think about 130 words a minute. And and when you when you think about that, or I'm sorry, about 1,300 words a minute, but when you think about that, so if you're thinking 1,300 words of negative, destructive, uh, you know, downcast type thought, that's 13,000 destructive, discouraging words that get pumped into your spirit. And uh, our oldest daughter has Down syndrome. Sunshine is her name. She works with us at church and school here at our preschool in the office. And, you know, Down syndrome children have a tendency, they will do their self-talk out loud. In other words, uh, she'll get upset. She don't want to cooperate with what maybe we're wanting her to do. She'll go upstairs and go to her room. She'll shut her door, and you can hear her in there talking herself through that situation. Now, most adults, what we call the supposed to be us normal ones, we don't want to admit it, but we do talk to ourselves. And 
it, it we don't do it out loud like Downs will. She'll she'll navigate herself through that event, and then she'll come back downstairs and she'll say, "Hey, Doctor Phil, I'm sorry, and uh, I love you," and 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 she'll kind of move towards doing well. In our own lives, Angie, if if we hear something long enough and it starts getting ingrained in us over and over, in in time we become what we most start believing about ourselves. Mm. You know, one one writer said, you know, you are what you think about all day long and and I think if it's negative, which a lot of times it is, we there's a lot of things that get pumped into our lives. You know, the reason Proverbs talks about we have to guard our mouth, and when we do that, it preserves our life. But if you open your mouth wide, and, and you, your, our lips can actually lead us to destruction, and so many times that happens in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got many of the uh, good news gals here uh, checking out the book, and I know there's a couple of questions. Yeah, sure. I have one too. Hi, this is Donna Hetzler, and you yes, have ma'am, a- Donna. Hi, you have a chapter that uh, is titled Getting Rid of the BS in Your Life. I want to hear about that. Getting Rid of the BS. Yeah, that yes. was, yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when I talk to a real religious crowd, you know, I, I can see the religious <laughs> spirit just kind of wanting me about the day. But, you know, it's talking about getting rid of that bad self talk, that mm. bad, uh, the, that, that botched up self image, the BS that we have in our lives, you know. And what happens, and I talk about it in the book, that you, when, when, when something happens to us, it, we, here's kind of what, what I've seen go through my own life and then the lives of us. Something happens, and the story that you begin to tell yourself about what happened, the story that you start replaying in your mind, that begins to get ingrained, and it produces the character, the thoughts, uh, the attitude that you start having. And most of us understand it's not so much what happens to you that's, uh, that we can always be responsible for. A lot of things that happen to us, we're not responsible for. We have to take responsibility for what happens in us. And that's where our thoughts mm. come in. Mm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and our words can do that. So I have to take responsibility for what is the story I'm going to tell myself about that event. No, that's really good. And, and I have to say it like this. I know you're a pastor, but I have to say it at least one time. Dr. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I always tell people, I'm the Dr. Phil. I have more hair, but a lot all right less now. money than the one on TV. All right, but that's all right. But see, you've got something else that, that he doesn't have. You've got the power of God behind you doing what <laughs> yes. you're doing. And I, I just want to talk to you a moment about uh, what's on page 46, the prayer that you um, wrote on there. And I'm going to read it. And it says, God, I want to bring my mind under your subjection. I want to demolish every thought, every pretense, and everything that is being exalted against you. I want to bring them under your subjection. God, I want my thoughts to affect what I'm going to say because as you were talking I was thinking about Matthew um, 12 where it says by your words you shall be justified and by your words you shall be condemned and but people don't realize that the more they talk negatively in their lives the more their lives are going to emulate what they're talking about sure sure and I and I think you you hit it there in the fact of you know and I tell people this and I and even in my own life I've seen this if 
if we, if we try to identify every problem in our life as a spiritual problem mm. and just need the spiritual answer, by that I mean, well, I need to pray more, and I need to fast more, and I need to go to church more, and I need, I, I, I get in, I, I tell people we have to be, and I have to be careful when I say this, that, that we should all over ourselves a lot. And yes. people you better should say that. Come you on. Know, you, you should do this, you mm. should do that. And, and, but here's the problem. If every, if every problem is a spiritual problem, and I think, well, it, it, i got to pray more, fast more, do more, and things don't change, then what happens is I begin to doubt or even question my relationship with Christ and That's my right. spiritual maturity, if I were more uh, spiritual, if I was more mature. And what happens many times for people is it isn't that God doesn't love you. It isn't that the Bible isn't true. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit isn't real. Is that you've got to take God's Word and to apply it to your life, but then constantly guard what are you thinking, mm-hmm. what are you saying about that event, and then how is that helping your attitude and your actions live it out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not a, you don't pray for You know, people will come up to me sometimes. We, you know, in our, our congregation, we have altar time, and we'll, we'll pray with them. And they say, hey, Pastor Phil, um, I want you to pray with me that I'll never have another discouraging thought. And <laughs> I, I won't be the, I won't be the, And I, I look at them. I said, guys, if I had that kind of power, I wouldn't waste it on you. I know that's right. <laughs> I'd be, Keeping I'd be it real. hands all over myself, you know. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't come through a prayer. It, right. You know, that prayer helps. But a lot of times for people, that's the reason why I say that our voice can even be more powerful than God's voice sometimes. Because we shut down God's voice and God's authority in our life simply by what we're saying and how we're, what we're thinking and ultimately what we end up doing. Well, and you write mm-hmm. that um, our truth must come from God's Word, not our feelings, and that we're yeah. just one adjustment away from radically changing our lives. So what do you yeah. mean? Well, I think sometimes, again, what I encourage people, it isn't about giving you a list of uh, ten things or five things or even seven things. I tell people most of us are one adjustment. We're, we're, we're changing in, in the, uh, one thing in our life. We start with one thing. It isn't about what you stop doing as much. What's the one thing I'm going to do today that's going to be different? What's the one attitude, one action? What's the one... Um, affirmation and again this book isn't just a self-help pop psychology book because i really try to help people understand we have to bring our our minds in alignment our 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 words in alignment what does god's word say his word has to be the final authority in my life so what's the one thing you're just one adjustment today Maybe maybe you start with what's what's the first thing you know some people get up in the morning and say good lord it's morning other people get up and say hey good morning lord mm, you know mm. that one adjustment ah, oh, that absolutely sets you on a different path that's yeah, good, I, right I tried to do that this morning cuz when the I got up around 2.58 uh, this morning, and I was like, oh, dear Lord, help me get out of bed. <laughs> and then I, um, then I said, dear Lord, please help me to appreciate this opportunity to speak to people at this early hour, you know, to, like, try to change it. And Stephen Bishop is here. He's a friend of mine. And Stephen and I met when he was <clears throat> diagnosed with ALS, or as people more commonly know it as Lou Gehrig's disease. 
um, I was introducing him at a big event, and it kind of freaked me out that here this guy in his 30s at the time was diagnosed with a terminal illness, and they had a young son who wasn't even in kindergarten yet at the time. And uh, all these years later, 16 years, right, we're still friends. They were at my wedding, and they've seen all my kids be born and, you know, come to baptisms. And so he's somebody who knows there was a point in his life where I think he really had to teach himself to give himself this self talk that's positive because he was is and still is facing a terminal diagnosis even though it's slow progression he's still walking talking and alive he had to learn to do this Stephen what were you going to ask yeah hi Dr. Phil Uh, I mean I'll talk about that just a little bit I mean I, I can't tell you how many times I've said the words I am healthy I am whole in my body and my soul yeah, and, wow. And I have been very fortunate, especially over the recent years, where I'm doing very, very well. But I still have days where I cross the threshold and I get reminded, hey, something's still here. You're not cured. Not, it's still there. And I will go back to that mantra uh, very, very frequently. So I, I, I think that falls into your category, Dr. Phil. And mm. my question for you is the self-talk words that you're talking about, I'm a numbers guy, so I immediately latched on to we speak 120 words a minute, but we we actually think 1,300. Sure. And yeah. my question is, are the self-talk words that you're, you're referring to, are they actually conscious thoughts, or can they also be unconscious? And yeah. we can't be aware of them. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, you know, and, 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 you know, thankfully, most of us don't act on every thought that we have, and uh-huh. that's, and that's, that's good, but you know the old saying goes. And I grew up in the South. You know, you can't keep a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep him from building a nest in your <laughs> hair. You, know, you, you you can keep him from landing. And there's a lot of things I think can can filter through our minds and thoughts, and it and it stays in our subconscious. But what where I see a lot of good people who again love the Lord or maybe desire to have a better marriage, better relationship with their kids, better whatever. It, it's taking life scripts that, that get etched into our life. And again, it's those things that, we, that we've that we heard. Uh, you're stupid. You're lazy. You're good for nothing. You're just like your dad. I can't believe this. You'll, you'll never amount to anything. And it's, it's allowing the, the enemy then to advocate those and make them more real to us than what they really should be. And and then we start living our lives out of that. And then when things start happening, we we fall prey to I stink, you stink, life stinks type attitude. That's the reason why, like yourself, I see I see for I've seen people go through far more stuff and 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 get through it through God's help, through through his power, through their own uh, attitude and their words. I've seen some people, you know, get a hangnail and just ready to quit church. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Yeah. Again, yeah, if you're you know, just joining okay. us, Doc, Dr. Phil Willingham, uh, the book is The Most Powerful Voice in Your Life, Learn to Tame Yourself Talk. I think this is a very important topic because, Beatrice, you've talked about how when you were six years old, the neighbor lady, um, she was a black woman, and you were a black little girl at the time, and you went over to play with her, uh, her granddaughter, and then behind the door, she said what? She said, you need to stop playing with that little Star Wars girl. She's too black to be played with. 
because Beatrice uh, was darker than her friend, and wow. so her grandmother thought she couldn't play with her because she was, quote, too black to be played with. And then, so you thought you weren't attractive until you were in your 30s. Absolutely. It, it took me 27 years to learn the truth about mm. that lie that somebody has spoken over me because I took that lie with me, Dr. Phil. I took it sure. everywhere I went, you know. Yep. And wow. so at 32, though, this one lady, she was darker than I was. She said, you're beautiful. And I said, no, I'm not. She said, why not? Why do you say that? I said, because I'm too black to be pretty. Mm. Wow. And she said, that is a lie. Who told you that lie? See, wow. And so those words, not only our words that we speak to ourselves, but the words that other people, especially people in authority, speak over us. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, most of us if, that are parents, we know that repetition, you know, is a pretty convincing argument. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. you, you, you have kids, hey, mama, can I, hey, dad, can I, please let me let, and they, they continue on. And that, that's the same way it is about the things that, that has happened in their life, things spoken. When I, was at, when I was six or seven years old, my dad was a minister, and six of us siblings, but my dad used to always say, Hey, Philip Dale can play anything with strings on it. He's, if, if it's a guitar, if it's a banjo, and you know what? I, I believe that. And I, I grew up playing all kinds of string instruments because I heard that. I, I latched on to that. I thought, boy, I can do that. Well, well, fast forward a few years, I get in school. They start telling the, the, the negative thing. Well, you know, Phil struggles in school. Uh, Phil doesn't do good on test. <laughs> yeah. Phil doesn't comprehend. Right. And you know what? I believe that, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I took it. That's the story I started telling myself. And I ended up quitting school when I was 16 years old. I was in a car accident. Some things happened. But I dropped out of school. I'm 30 years old before I go back, get my GED, start my education. And it wasn't because I already all of a sudden got smart and God baptized me with brains, but <laughs> I started changing the way I, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I, I can take a test. I can read a book. Mm -hmm. I can comprehend. So that's the reason why in the book, I, I challenge people that we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us edit the story that we right. constantly tell ourselves. The story ourselves. that we tell ourselves. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dr. Phil Willingham. Again, the book, The Most Powerful Voice in Your Life. Learn to Tame Your Self-Talk, Dr. Phil Willingham. Uh, bless you. Thank you so much, Doctor. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Dr. God Phil. God bless you guys. YMCA of the Rockies is the place to take your family. It's like a destination vacation in your own backyard. This year at SS Park Center, we'll be hosting family snowshoe hikes, backcountry ski meetups, outdoor winter survival trainings, winter ecology hikes, and much more. We'll have guest speakers, excursions for every level of experience, and demos by popular mountaineering equipment brands. Visit ymcarockies.org for more information. That's ymcarockies.org. ORG. Rejuvenation on the Rocks is a cutting-edge medical facility in Greenwood Village that will help you look and feel your best. For years, Roxy O'Brien has been transforming lives using non-surgical, cutting-edge treatments like Botox, microderm treatments, facial fillers, and the revolutionary cool sculpting to help you look and feel the best you can. With these non-invasive and effective procedures, 
you will start to see a difference almost immediately. And right now, as a loyal Good News listener, you can get the Rejuvenation on the Rock special of Buy 3 Treatments and get one Cool Sculpting treatment free. Plus, all through the holidays, Roxy is offering an additional 15% off any treatment just for mentioning Angie Austin and Friends. Plus, all new clients will receive a free microderm treatment with the purchase of a cool sculpting package. Call Roxy at Rejuvenation on the Rocks at 720-328-9094. Or go to Rejuvenation on the Rocks, that's rejuvenationontherox.com to schedule your special good news holiday treatments. And be sure to tell Roxy you listen to Angie Austin and receive your special pricing deals. Angie Austin here. Well, if you like holiday entertaining and decorating and your time is limited, limited, you'll be happy to know that you can find everything you need for the holidays at your local grocery store. I'm the queen of getting my uh, my flowers at the grocery store and then having them wrap them because they'll actually make them look nicer for you. When we have expert help here today. Debbie Lilly, and Debbie is a celebrity entertaining and design expert and author and the creative force behind the Debbie Lilly Design Collection. Welcome, Debbie. Hello. Thank you. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. You know, the best bouquet I've ever given away um, around the corner from my doctor's office. There's a Safeway. I went in, found the flowers, right? And they're just in a plastic thing. So I walked over and I asked her if she'd wrap them. You would not believe how beautifully she did it. And she made me a bow and it was just like such an extra touch. It looked like, you know, a $75 bouquet that I picked up for 15 bucks. Yay. That's our Safeway team. I love hearing that. (laughs) They were the best. I even wrote her up on social media. All right. So obviously the holidays are really special and we want people to feel special. As Oprah always says, the love is in the details. So what do you need to keep in mind when we start a plan for a holiday celebration? So first you want to create a warm, cozy, wow setting on your table or in your home. And second, you want to design very unique, thoughtful gifts. So today we're sharing fast, easy, stylish tips and tricks so that you can create an elegant table using our Debbie Lilly design collection and build a beautiful gift with our signature reserved, delicious, globally sourced culinary experience gift. And everything is exclusively right inside your local Safeway. So handy. All right, what else do we need to know? So our grab-and-go bouquets, as you already know, really make the perfect flowers for your home, for gifts, You can choose from any one of our many, many designs. There's all different colors. There's different flowers. There are all sorts of beautiful textures. Right now, a really big trend is that brand-new Pantone of the Year, Living Coral, which we have in a lot of our bouquets via very pretty hypericum berries or spray roses. So you choose your favorite bouquet. You can chop it and drop it, as I like to say, right into your favorite vase. All of our vases come in different sizes, shapes, and they pull in the season's top trends like mixed metallics and winter white. And these are such high quality and such a great value. And then candles are such an important detail on your table. Again, they just instantly warm everything up around your home. And all of these items make really wonderful gifts for gift baskets as well. Oh, I love gift baskets because you can really personalize it. And I think people feel that when you know there's something that they really like that you make sure you put in there. I agree. You know, it's all about thinking about the recipient and making your gifts thoughtful. What do they love? You know, what are their favorite things to do? Where do they love to travel? And we've really made sure that Safeway is your one-stop shop for everything you need, not only on your grocery list, but it's so convenient to hand-select 
unique, exceptional products for gift giving. Our Debbie Lilly design products pair perfectly with the Signature Reserve Collection. This is an ultra-premium line of gourmet products. They're all unique, authentic, and expertly curated from around the globe. If someone loves coffee, for example, our single-origin coffees are delicious. And again, being very global and regional, each has its own distinct flavor profile. If someone loves to travel and they love Italy, our pasta sauces are made in Torino, Italy, layering all kinds of ingredients using a traditional slow stirring technique. And the pastas are made on a bronze dye, which is a very age-old technique, and they're very porous, so they really absorb the sauce in a delicious way. Mm, sounds so good. And everything it's, uh, everything you're talking about, we can get it Safeway, because I know there's quite a few items in the floral department as well that are great for gift baskets. Yeah, so all of the signature reserve items are right in the grocery aisle throughout the store. And you can pull and choose your favorites for gift giving. You could take everything right over to the floral department if you like, and they'll put together a beautiful gift basket. There you could easily add in a few candles, a beautiful little flowering plant, you know, mini roses and a little plaid pot is one of my favorite looks to mix in with the gift baskets. And they're very long lasting and they just make such a great thoughtful gift and great hostess gifts as well. I noticed that you did, um, you know, work for years with Oprah uh, as, uh, as uh, the Oprah's favorite pro and that you helped out with a lot of the different things that they would do design-wise on the show. Um, and that whole love is in the details. She really does that, doesn't she? She really does. You know, I've never met someone like her. She is so thoughtful. She is constantly throwing parties for everyone that she knows. I, aside from me, I don't know anyone who is as interested in celebrating, celebrating, celebrating everybody around her. So I can't tell you how much we love working with her. Well, I um, I can't um, rave enough about, you know, the Safeway that I mentioned I went to for this particular bouquet because at my doctor's office, there's for 15 years someone who's been really special to me. And so I brought her these and every girl came out from the back to see the bouquet because of the colors and the way that they did the bow and everything. And I thought, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that for $15, how happy I made her. And she treats me even better now than she did before. But um, <laughs> but I, I even wrote up the gal. I did go onto social media and, and and, and I got the, the name of the gal that did it and her colleague that was helping her. And I just think it's neat when you can go into a place these days and sometimes you can't even find help. Then not only get help, but two people helping me and really going the extra mile to make sure that my recipient felt really special. Well, thank you. You know, we love doing the big, beautiful, flashy celebrity parties, but we really feel in our heart that everybody, doesn't matter what your budget is, should have a beautiful table, should have a beautiful gift should have access to something that they can give as gifts or put in their home. And, you know, the holidays are all about celebrating friends and family. So thank you very much for sharing that story. You've literally made my day. (laughs) Well, thank you, Debbie. Where do we go for more info? Please go to Safeway.com for more information or, of course, walk right into your local Safeway store. Thank you, Debbie. Happy holidays. You too. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 